This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. And if you're new here, welcome to the podcast for the very first time. I really appreciate you coming in and listening. And thank you all for the love and support. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Very first thing that I'm going to say is, is if you are in immediate danger or if you know someone that is, please call 911, get help immediately. Do not listen to the podcast. And uh, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233. Again, the the number for the National Domestic Violence Hotline is uh, 1-800-799-7233. Okay? Mm. Excuse me, guys. I'm a little bit parched tonight. But I wanted to come on here and talk to you about, well, first of all, before I even start talking about a topic tonight, um, if you go to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, you will see, uh, now, when I say when you go to the hotline, what I mean by that is go online, go to Google, type in the National Domestic Violence Hotline, and it comes up, uh, you know, the whole entire uh, page comes up. If you've got internet access, I recommend this website to everyone that is in need of more education as far as domestic violence goes or if you're um, a victim that you know and you're in a relationship of domestic violence this is a great tool for you to be uh, looking at and using on a daily Um, this can also be your ticket out this could help you get get out of your situation um, very much so um it says get help and there's several categories here path to safety help for friends and family help for survivors help for abusive partners legal help deaf services for deaf people uh, pets and db what to expect when you contact the hotline and tech and social media safety um and then there's a category that says is this abuse And you go down, you scroll down, and there's several different categories as well. Healthy relationships, uh, resources, get involved, and it says about us. It'll tell you all about the website, what their goal is, uh, you know, um, their mission statement, their vision and values, pretty much their code of ethics, um, their impact report, how to contact them. Um, because, you know, you never know, you may need to contact them directly. I do know that their mailing address is out of Austin, Texas. 
And um, you can also email them as well for media contacts. Okay, alrighty. And if you're on Twitter, you can also tweet them at the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Okay, now I just wanted to come on the podcast for a little bit and just, you know, talk to y'all guys. Because, you know, I, I've, I've been kind of slacking here lately. I've been, you know, kind of just sitting back and really, you know, I had recorded a podcast the other day. And sometimes I'm, you know, I'm like anyone else. I get behind on things and I'm guilty of that. Just like other people are, you know, we get caught up in uh, our lives and what's going on around us. But I wanted to come on here real quick and talk about um, some issues about the silence of domestic violence and what we can do to change the silence behind domestic violence. You know... Women go, you know, I was the same way when I was in the domestic violence that I was in. Of course, I was silent. I was scared. Um, I did not want to talk to anyone about what was going on. And a lot of that was because I was I was afraid. You know, I was scared that he was going to kill me or he was going to kill my family. He had threatened uh, to burn my family up in their sleep. And you just don't ever know about what someone may do. There are so many people, like so many um, people that may be um, volatile, evil, you know, mean-spirited. I mean, just everything. And at that time, I was just 18 years old. Uh, I had a baby at 17. So I was just, I was actually really kind of in shock that I was actually being abused. So, you know... You're, you're kind of shocked, in a sense, too, uh, that you're even being abused. Uh, you cannot believe this is happening to you. And then you kind of just, like, feel like I'm the only one this is happening to. Uh, there's nobody else in my area or around me that this is actually happening to. And back then, in 95, or, well, 96, when a lot of my abuse was going on, there was no talk about it. I mean, no one talked about it. Uh, no one uh, came forward. And the people that, you know, and, and especially down here in Alabama, the South, it's just a big, major uh, taboo thing. It's so taboo because so many people think, uh, girl, you better whoop him. You better get out of this. If this was me, I would beat the snot out of him. Blah, blah, blah. I would never deal with what you're dealing with. I actually had a uh, a cousin that uh, came to me and was like, I wouldn't deal with that. I would I would have had him whooped. I wouldn't have done this. And I would have did that. And You think, you just think if you've been in that type of situation, what you would do. You know, you can say in a lot of things. You know, I mean, hey, there's certain life situations that I've never been in. And I'm sure I could just sit here and just say, well, you know, I would never do that. You know, you really just don't know what you would do in that situation. And being silent is a big, big problem in domestic violence. And sometimes, though, women do have to be silenced in order to not be brutally killed or um, injured in a severe way. They know that their partner is volatile, you know, because... More than likely, he's a narcissist. Uh, he has an evil spirit, and he's manipulative. 
and you know you would sit and say that you don't love you would never love a person like that you would never put up with domestic violence you would never put up with violence out of anyone and that might be the case you might not ever you might not ever deal with that but a person just don't ever know until they're in that situation and that goes along with victim shaming you know people uh shaming people for being caught up in violence because you know they think in in a in a perfect world that no one you know everyone should feel the same way about themselves all people should feel a certain way no one should ever feel like their you know self confidence is broken and normally an abuser when they you get with an abusive man he doesn't have a sign written on his head Oh, look at me. I'm a, I'm an abusive man. Or look at me. I'm an abusive woman. Because I know there's men that go through abuse too. But for the most part, you know, men don't have these signs. They don't have it written on their forehead. So you get with somebody and, you know, a few months down the road, everything's peachy keen. You know, he's the best thing that ever happened to you. He's never done anything. He's always just treated you like a queen. And so you're just in this fairy tale and you're caught up in this. And you're so in love with this person, you know. And then all of a sudden, they just do these small, you know, abusive things. And I'm sorry for the ones that may be triggered by this podcast. But, you know, they might just hit you just, you know, not so hard. You know what I'm saying? They might just slap you just a little bit, you know, and you just think, huh. And it catches you off guard. And you're like, well, he's never done that before. And then, you know that time it's okay because you're like it's like you're confused in such a sense because you never thought he would do that and then the next time it happens oh it got a little worse oh but then you're like why did you do this to me why are you doing this and then he starts crying i'll never do this again to you i love you so much i will never hit you again and then you get caught up in that believing he will never do it again believing he will never hit you and that he does love you, you get caught up in that vicious cycle. Because at that time, you're, you know, you're so confused about what's going on in your life. And it's like it's just spiraling out of control. And you don't know what you're going to do. And, you know, some people have kids involved. And, oh, he's a wonderful father. And he's never hit our kids. He's never abused our children. And, you know, here I am. I'm not working. I don't have a job. He's supporting me. He's supporting our family. And, excuse me, guys. And, um, you know, it just becomes like that. It just happens that way. Um, you know, where women get caught up in these really volatile relationships. And the toxicity and, and all of these things are happening. But you're in a lot of confusion. And so... um. And like I said, you, you may have children involved, you know, in these situations. And it's just a, it's a very difficult thing. And, and a lot of people, they don't understand this. And, and it's because, uh, you know, they have never been in this situation. They've never had a family member nearly die or, or you know, that has um, died from domestic violence. And until that probably happens to someone and I really kind of hate to say that but it it is almost that true that someone almost has to lose a loved one in order for them to stand up and say 
hey, domestic violence is messed up. There's a problem here in the United States. In all of these states, there's a problem. There is an actual problem. And for the big organizations around, you know, everyone really needs to come together. You know what I'm saying? And if you're an advocate and, okay, you don't go to college and get your degree, you haven't went and got your degree, whatever, but you're a survivor of domestic violence and just organically you became an advocate um, over time, you know, you should be recognized as well. You know what I mean? And I know I've kind of went off on subjects tonight, guys, but these are just some things that's come up to my, you know, I've been really thinking about this here lately, just about the, the part of about silence and domestic violence. Women being silenced and not wanting to come forward and people in a way, you know, and we go back to that victim shaming thing. And I don't necessarily think that pe sometimes people don't mean to be shameful to a victim. It's just they don't understand uh, another person's thought, thought process. And a lot of that's because they don't have the same thought process. They don't think, you know, because they they often think if this was my situation or if this was me, I would never deal with it. And, you know, that's what I'm kind of, thought, you know, been talking about too tonight. And it's just several other things. So if you can follow along, I really appreciate you staying and listening. And I'm sorry I've been kind of, ooh, you know, all over the place tonight. But, um, you know, reach out and help somebody if you can because, um, and, and, and reassure that person that they don't have to be silent, guys. They don't have to be. You know, they can get help. There is people out here that will help you. And there's people out here that will get involved that will actually help you with your pain. And a person doesn't have to be a certified advocate. A person can be an advocate as an advocate as an advocate. And when I say that, I mean that because a survivor can be an advocate. And you don't have to be an advocate. Uh, you don't have to have a certificate to be an advocate. You can be an advocate because you've lived the situation and you know by experience. And organically, that's just who you are as a person. So tonight's podcast was mainly about um, helping people break the silence. And if you're in that situation, please try to get help. Get out of what you're in. There's a, there's a better life out here for you, I promise you. Um, you're worth it. And I always stress that. Don't forget your self-worth. Look in the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself. You're worth it. You're worth healthy love. You know, if, a, if someone is hitting on you or someone is belittling you and putting you down and causing you distress over mental, uh, you know, over finances, over, you know, just everyday life and you have to deal with this and these are problems that are happening in your life, that's not good love, okay? That's very toxic love and it's abusive love. And it is called domestic violence for a reason. And, you know, for the women out here that are being drugged to the ground because of uh, how they believe and, you know, because they are in domestic violence, just know that there's people out here that won't drag you down, that won't keep you from being silenced, and that it is okay to talk about what's happened and what's going on. And if you ever need anybody, guys, my door's always open. Uh, I have this podcast simply because I want to save lives. I want to make a difference in somebody's life. It's not for fame, not for glory. It's for you. 
and it's for victims and survivors and it's for all of you so just know that please and um i'm gonna cut it off right now and i will talk to you guys on the next podcast thank you for joining me tonight and i will talk to you guys soon love you all have a great day